0: Well, you've probably heard your share of home improvement horror stories shoddy work, missed deadlines, cost overruns, and no show home improvement contractors.
1: And maybe you've already lived through that contractor hell, but you don't need to.
0: Reference checking is the ball game. Read our 10 questions to ask a contractor's previous customers when you hit MoneyPit.com. Just click on ideas and tips, then click Repair and Improve.
1: And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now 888 MoneyPit.
0: Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we make good homes better. Call us right now with your home improvement question, your do-it-yourself dilemma. Call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. We have a terrific show planned for you. This hour, we're going to talk about, well, let's call it cock talk because (laughs) we're going to talk about caulking your tub. Have you ever caulked your bathtub only to have the caulk fall out? Well, there is a trick of the trade for caulking your tub that is absolutely ingenious. And I'm not saying that because I thought of it.
1: No, and (laughs) let me tell you, you thought of it and told it to me and I pass it off as my own.
0: Well, good. That's good. That's why we're great partners. We take credit for each other. We're going to tell it to you in just a bit.
1: And also, are you tired of jumping in and out of your car every time you need to open that garage door? Well, automatic openers are the way to go. And if you don't have one yet, we're going to tell you what to look for when you go shopping for one.
0: Plus, this hour, we have a fabulous prize to give away this to really one. This really is a good prize. It is. It's really good. Ready? It's a 10-inch compound laser miter saw from Ryobi. It's worth $145. If you want to win it, you've got to call us right now with your home improvement question at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Your do-it-yourself dilemma. Does your roof leak? Does your toilet squeak? Call us right now <laughs> at 1-888-MONEYPIT, because this hour will not only give you the answer to your home improvement question, but the tools to get the job done with this Ryobi miter saw worth 145 bucks. The number is one 888 Pit. Leslie, who's first?
1: Calling from New York and listening in on WABC, we've got Catherine.
2: What's going on in your money pit? I had received from my son-in-law a child's desk, a school desk that he had when he was a young boy that they sold to the that gave away. Oh, and how now cool. now I'm going to refinish it for my granddaughter and I want to know the best thing to use to strip it.
1: Okay. Is it one of those solid
2: wood, has, you oldy ones where you slide wood, in from but the it side? It has a uh, formica top.
0: Okay. Well, the first thing you're going to probably want to do is take the top off. Wouldn't you think, Leslie?
2: Yeah. If
1: you can get the top off, it'll make it a lot easier for you to work with the wood, buddy. The seat is wood, the legs
2: are wood, everything else is wood, but the desktop. Yeah. It looks like it's maple. Probably. Okay, well that's uh, great. It's a nice solid wood. Yeah, and okay. the the uh, formica top is really on quite well. So what I did was I I taped um, around uh, the top. Okay, perfect. Now, I, I don't think I can take it off. Do you want to stain
1: it or do you want to paint it?
2: Um, I haven't quite decided, but I I, I was leaning towards staining it. Her bedroom is uh, very blonde, but she also has. Um, some white things so it'll be either keeping it sort of very light maybe even natural or um white.
0: And it's natural right now?
2: Yeah, well, yes. It, it was light. It was light. Uh you know, I I started trying to uh, remove the stain with something I got from the hardware store but Okay. not working as as well as uh, I like. So
0: well, here's a couple of things that you can do. Um, Leslie, what would you recommend here? Rock Miracle, probably? Yeah,
1: I like working with Rock Miracle only because it's kind of thicker in consistency, almost like a rubber cement. So you you have control in putting it on. It's not so liquidy. And you can put it on into some tricky spots. And then you really let the chemical sit there and do its job. And then go ahead and, you know, use a stiff bristle brush and, you know, try to get rid of whatever is already peeling off. Then in areas where you end up with some problems, you can go in with sandpaper you know, medium grit to fine grit and work those areas. And you just want to get down as close to raw wood as you can, especially since you're going with a lighter color finish. And once you get down to raw wood, you want to make sure you give it a good sanding. Then you take, um, what is the tack cloth
3: mm-hmm. and yes, really
1: make sure that you wipe away all of that sawdust because even though it might look like there's nothing sitting on it that tack cloth is so sticky it's really going to get rid of all of that residue that's sitting on there and then you can go ahead and finish it any way you like how do you spell that
0: t-a-c-k
1: it's usually in the paint aisle oh okay mm-hmm. Tack. okay i got gotcha. you and what was the name of this product i like rock miracle rock miracle Mhm. okay also in the paint section
2: Okay.
0: Okay. Sounds like a fun project, Catherine. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Nice when you can find your your desk that you had as a child, huh?
1: You know, we had my dad's from when he was a kid, and I used it at my house to do my homework. Of course, where it is now, I have no idea. <laughs> Going to Nebraska, where you can find the Money Pit on KCNI, and we've got June. How can we help?
4: I have a question about formica flooring. It it looks like wood a uh, wood floor, but I. I set a sack of garbage on it, and guess what? It leaked, and I have a bump. I have two bumps where it leaked into a crack, and will this go down, or what do I need to do?
0: It's a laminate floor? Yes. And it's a Formica laminate floor? Yes. That's very unusual because I actually have a Formica laminate floor, and, and I've actually like indestructible. Im- I've immersed it in water and haven't, haven't been able to get it to swell. So really? what I'm thinking is that what's swelling is the subfloor underneath, not the actual laminate itself. Okay. Um, and is this one of the older for mica floors that you had to glue together?
4: Um, How no, long? it snapped together. It
0: snapped together. Okay. Um, because I'm wondering if you can uh, get enough tiles out and disassemble enough tiles to be able to address the floor underneath cuz i suspect it's not the laminate but it's the subfloor okay, and so you need I to get Okay i have a
2: couple th- of pieces left over so
4: that would work wouldn't it if
0: it's- you can oh, get yeah. right if you can sort of disassemble the floor that's the advantage of the snap together floor if you can disassemble it to the point where you can get to the subfloor, you can correct the subfloor and then reassemble it. You may not, in fact, need any tiles uh, if you can get them apart correctly. What I would suggest that you do, June, before you start taking things apart, is to take a, uh, a dry erase marker, the kind you use on the wipe-off boards, and number the, the actual floor pieces, you know, one, two, three, four, and so on, so that when you take them apart, you'll be putting them back together exactly how they came apart.
2: It's just two pieces, so... Oh, that's, that's great.
0: You only need two numbers that way. Yeah, one,
2: two. <laughs> okay. okay.
1: Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome, June. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money 888 888-666-3974.
1: Well, it is officially summer, and we can help you sort out all of your home improvement dilemmas if you call in your questions at one 888 Pit any time of the day, 24 hours, seven days a week.
0: here to celebrate independence from your home improvement projects. (laughs) Call us right now at one 888 But Hey, up next, does your bathtub caulk fall out right after you replace it? We're going to give you my trick of the trade to make sure it stays in for good.
1: I think our trick of the trade?
0: Oh, sorry. Our trick of the trade. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Money Pit! Looking to save both time and money on your next exterior paint project? Turn to Behr, which now offers premium plus ultra exterior paint and primer in one with advanced NanoGuard technology. The revolutionary formula doubles as a paint and primer to form a liquid safeguard around your home that resists damage from sunlight, moisture, stains, and dirt, which means you don't have to repaint the exterior of your home as often. For more information, visit Behr, And remember, now you can prime and paint with a single brush stroke. Bear products are available exclusively at the Home Depot stores nationwide.
5: My home is 70 years old, and so are some of its problems. I was looking for a handyman to seal a leaky sink when I called Brad Schrader. Brad answered the phone himself and set up an appointment for the following day. He was on time and neatly dressed, and I quickly knew how much he enjoyed his job because he wouldn't shut up about it. First, he details all the problems. Then he gives the reasons why the problems need to be fixed. He tells you how much every little thing costs and why it costs that much. He is constantly explaining. Himself and often explains the explanations. But you know what? He is the perfect gentleman. Brad is nice and just wants to make sure you feel good about the work he's doing. I would recommend Brad without a thought. But next time, I think I'll let him do the work when I'm not home.
6: Find thousands of unbiased reports and reviews from members in your area on Angie's List. From handymen to electricians, educate your guests at Angie'sList.com. When it's time to choose a new entryway for your home, choose the brand more building professionals prefer, ThermaTru doors. ThermaTru pioneered the fiberglass door. Today, ThermaTru doors come in more styles and colors than any other brand. Classic Craft represents ThermaTru's premium collection. Fiber Classic is ThermaTru's original wood grain fiberglass door. Or choose Smooth Star fiberglass for the look of smooth painted wood. But no matter which Thermatrue entryway you select, you've chosen the most preferred name in the business. Visit Thermatrue.com.
5: Table
4: saw. 18-volt drill driver.
2: Eight-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really
0: want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at The Home Depot. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer, too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash design.
6: segment of The Money Pit is sponsored by Angie's List. Need work done around your house and don't know who to call? You don't have to guess who's good and who's not. Angie's List has thousands of unbiased reports on local service companies with details from real member experience. Call 888-944-5478 or visit angieslist.com
0: making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
6: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
0: Call us now at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974.
1: Yeah, that's right. And if you dial 888 Money Pit, not only you're going to ask your home improvement question, we're going to give you that answer. But one caller that we talked to today is going to win. And this really is a great prize. You will be doing so many, many projects with this. We're giving away the Ryobi 10-inch laser compound miter saw. It's worth $145. The saw has an electric brake to stop that blade in seconds. It's great for crown molding, baseboards, any other jobs that require mitering of any degree. And that number, again, because you know you want this prize, is 1-888-MONEYPIT. Now, if you don't happen to win, you can still get in on a great deal right now at your nearest Home Depot. If you buy any Ryobi miter saw and a Ryobi miter saw quick stand, you are going to get 50 bucks off of your purchase. So, hey...
0: Call in or go to the store or both. That's so why you get the saw and you save fifty bucks to put towards your materials. What a deal! Call in one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Okay, time to crack the code and deliver Leslie's caulking tip. Does that work for you? Okay, you want to take No, this one?
3: it's
1: Tom's tip. I just pass it off.
0: Here's the tip, and it, it is pretty smart. If you, uh, <laughs> if I do say so myself, if you're trying to caulk your bathtub and you, if you're like most people, you'll notice that when you caulk the tub the caulk usually comes apart. It will sort of peel off the walls or the ledge of the tub. And the reason it's doing that is because water is extremely heavy. And when you fill the tub up with water, it tends to pull it down. And a person. That's right. And you you stand in it. So what you do is this. When you want to caulk your bathtub, the first thing you do is remove all the old caulk. And if you have trouble getting it out, you can buy something called a caulk softener, which is like a paint stripper, but it's for caulk. And it makes it soft and easy to come off. And then what you want to do is fill the tub up with water. That's the trick of the trade. Fill it all the way up with water and next caulk that tub, caulk the ledge to the wall and let the caulk dry. Now, after it dries, you let the water out of the tub. What will happen is the tub will come up, it will compress the caulk and it will not pull out again the next time you step in it to take a shower or a bath.
1: Wow, Tom, you are so smart.
0: Well, thank you very much,
1: Leslie. Now we
0: have shared that with everyone. So call us right now if you've got a caulking question or you just want to talk about home improvement. The number is 1 888 Money Pit. Let's get back to the phones.
1: All right. Well, our next caller is Janet from Indiana. But you know, we called her back. She's not there. So Don, her main man in her life, her husband, he's gonna ask us the question. Welcome, Don. Hi there. Hey, so your wife ran out. What is she shopping? Uh,
3: she is actually at the ball uh, ball practice with my grandson. Oh, oh that's great.
1: Fun. Well, all right. How can we help you get this job done? And what position
0: does Janet play? (laughs)
3: Uh, I think she's uh, keeping water to him tonight. All
0: right. (laughs) How can we help you with your home improvement question, Don?
3: Uh, I guess my uh, question was, we've got uh, baseboard heat. Okay. How is the simplest way or the best way to go to for air conditioning if you want to go to central air unit?
0: Well, you'll need a standalone uh, ducted system. There's two ways you can do this conventionally with, with uh, full-size ducts, and those would be um, low-flow, high-volume ducts, your standard air conditioning duct, or you can use a high-velocity system. Uh, the high-velocity systems use very, very small tubes that look sort of like drier exhaust ducts. They're about three or four inches in diameter. And they
1: fit in between the studs in your wall.
0: Yeah, or in between the floor joists, and when they come out of the wall, it looks sort of like a little white plastic donut coming through the wall as opposed to the big uh, uh, 8x12 grill that you see. And those systems uh, are a little more uh, convenient to install because you need to do less destruction to the house to get the ducts where you need to go. But on the flip side, they're more expensive to install. Uh, Even though they're a little more convenient, the the price of the materials and the the parts is actually higher. Uh, And that's called a space pack system, S-P-A-C-E-P-A-K. And uh, they've recently seemed to be uh, have sort of resurged. There's a lot more interest in them right now. They were uh, fairly unavailable for a long time, but now we're starting to see more and more of them. And I've actually, in the years I spent as a home inspector, inspected many houses that had these systems. And uh, people love them for the convenience. They do occasionally, uh, we do occasionally hear complaints about them being a little louder because of the high velocity, say, so just a bit of a whistling sound. But the but convenience
1: think, from an architectural standpoint about yeah. not having to make a lot of changes or have unsightly duct work because there's no place to put it.
0: Yeah. And I think when properly installed, the the whistling can be reduced, if not totally eliminated by a trained hey, when installer. you're cool, you don't hear that whistling. That's right. Okay. Now, I've
3: got a four-foot crawl space still underneath the house.
0: Well, you know, and it's, is a, this is a single-story house? Yes. Well, if you've got a four-foot crawl space, I would use a conventional duct system. Then there's no reason because you have total access. What you're going to have to do is uh, you'll pull all the units down there. You'll bring the supply registers up the walls, so there will be some wall destruction, but not a whole lot. Okay, it can be re- certainly can be minimized. Okay, Don, thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. We hope that advice helps you keep cool all summer long.
1: Taking a call from Alice in Florida, who listens into the Money Pit on WCOA. What
3: can we help you with? Hi, I've got a um, two water heaters in our home. They're both 40 gallons. And one of them, which is on the master bath side of the house, does not fill up our master bath tub. And it has jacuzzi jets, but it, it fills the water up to, say, the level right below the jets, and then it runs out of hot water.
0: Hmm. Is it gas water heater or electric, Alice?
3: It's electric.
0: All right. And is it a forty or fifty gallon electric water heater?
3: Yeah, it's forty.
0: Did it ever fill up the whole tub, or is this a new problem?
3: No. Well, we just bought the house, so okay. ever since we've moved in, right. um, and we turned up the uh, we turned it up to one hundred and forty degrees. That's
0: way too hot. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what I want you to check: Is this a, one of the tall water heaters?
3: No, it's a short,
0: short, squatty one. Does yeah. it have? Do you know if it has one coil or two coils?
3: It has two, which we checked.
0: So do you know that both coils are working?
3: Yeah, they both work.
0: How do you know that?
3: Um, Our neighbor had a little instrument and he tested it.
0: He did a continuity test? That's what has to be done. Because what you're describing is a typical failure of one coil or the other. You're only getting half of the hot water that the unit is designed to put out. And so you need to make sure that both coils are truly functioning. That doesn't just mean they're getting power. It means that the coils um, have not broken down. And the way to test that is with a continuity tester. And do you frankly, hire a plumber to do that?
1: Or is well, that something you can say, do Well, I was going to say, it's own. not really
0: a do-it-yourself project because you have to be comfortable uh, working amongst 240-volt electricity to do this. If your neighbor knows how to do that, you can confidently turn off the circuit to the water heater. Uh, and disconnect one of the leads and test it, then that's fine. But if you don't have that level of expertise, then don't do it because it's dangerous. but that's that's what this sounds like to me. It sounds like one of the coils is not working, and therefore you're only getting half of the hot water. And once you get it fixed, you're going to be uh, in good shape because, I seriously doubt that they put in a water heater that was undersized from the get-go because there would have been a lot of complaints by now. So it sounds like one coil is burned out. And that's actually an easy thing to fix. So
3: it's called a continuity tester?
0: Yes, you have to check the coil with a continuity tester. It basically tells you, tells you if the coil is working. There's two heating coils in a water heater, usually one higher, one lower. And if one gives out, then it's just not doing the job, okay? Okay. Alice, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
1: Talking windows with John in New York who listens on WABC. How can we help?
0: I have a 4x4 four four, picture window uh, which is
4: which was insulated and I bought 2 years ago. At the bottom corner, especially, it, it leaks uh, water, uh, I would say, during the warmer uh, months of the year. During the winter, it hasn't leaked.
1: And it's always, you've seen this leaky condition the entire life of the window, or this is a new situation?
4: It, it began, I'd say, almost immediately, you know, maybe three or four months.
1: Was it installed in the season where you have the problem, or was it installed in the winter and then you saw the problem in the summer?
4: It was installed in September of, the, of that year.
0: John, what kind of siding do you have?
4: I have uh, uh, asbestos shingles?
1: Uh,
0: because obviously there's a problem with the flashing here. And what we're going to recommend is that you remove those asbestos shingles. And that doesn't sound uh, like it's as terrible a job as you might think. There are, There's a trick of the trade to removing asbestos shingles, and that is to not try to pry them off as you would if it was wood clabbered or any other other type of a siding. Basically, you take a nail set And you drive the nail that's holding the shingle actually through it to the other side and sort of pull the shingle off and use a slightly larger nail to put back in once you pull the shingles off, you're going to have to redo the flashing around the windows. And there are new high-tech flashing materials that can help you with that.
1: Because it sounds like it's a um, it's a movement issue. As things are expanding and contracting seasonally, the flashing just doesn't cover the gap that needs to. So there are more flexible membranes that are going to move and adapt to situations depending on the climate, as the building shifts, that'll really help alleviate this problem.
0: Now Grace uh, makes a lot of really good flexible Flashings. Their website is graceathome.com, and these are uh, premium, high-tech flashings that can kind of go around unusually shaped areas, like around windows and doors, and seal out the water. But obviously, this is a flashing problem. It probably gets worse when you get rain from a certain direction. It's not that unusual, but the best way to fix this is to stop caulking and things like that. John, just take the siding off and reflash it and then replace the siding. John, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
1: Well, we love it when you call us here at the Money Pit, but what happens if you are just too shy to pick up your phone? Hmm. Hey, you, Mr. Shy Guy or Miss Shy Girl out there, you can email us your question. Just visit us at moneypit.com right now or whatever you feel like, and we are going to answer all of your emails, some of them personally, and some of them we even choose to answer on the air. So whatever you choose, phone or email, we will be back with you in just a moment. You live in a Money Pit.
6: AARP is proud to sponsor the Money Pit. Visit www.aarp.org homedesign home design to learn more about making your home more functional and comfortable for years to come.
0: Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Call us right now at 1 888 Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler.
1: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
0: Hey, have you ever wondered perhaps how many cans of paint that you might need to purchase for your painting projects or maybe how many square feet of carpet to order? Well, if those are the kinds of home improvement questions you have, we've got some tools on our website at moneypit.com that can help you out. We've got a collection of the best calculators and estimators on the web for everything from paint to parquet floors, and that is on moneypit.com. Leslie, let's get back to the phones.
2: Barbara in Alabama, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Well, hey, I just love your show. I listen to it all the time, but what I want to know is, how do you install a lightning rod?
0: Ah, a lightning rod.
2: and uh, if you do install it, how high up should it be? And how far away from the house? And how far down in the ground should should it go? And and <laughs> uh, does it draw lightning?
0: Okay. So the first, let's do the, the last question first. Does it cause lightning to draw to your house? The answer would be no. What it does do is if lightning is going to strike your house, it will direct it towards the metal rod. But I don't think that increases your risk. Secondly, how do you install it? Well, typically, it's installed at the highest point on the roof. There is a heavy cable that goes from the lightning rod down the side of the house. And you have to, by the way, be very careful where the cable runs. Because you would not want to run the cable, for example, uh, down the wall where there was electrical wiring or where there was plumbing pipes because that lightning strike could sort of uh, rush over into the other metal parts that are in the wall, including the wiring and the plumbing, and cause someone to be shocked somewhere else down the line. So there is a science to where it's installed. And then once it gets down, the, uh, the ground wire is connected to a ground stake, which goes into the soil, usually anywhere from three to six feet into the soil, and that's where it dissipates. And that would be located uh, within a few feet of the foundation. And that's all there is to it. You know, the lightning rods can actually be quite beautiful. Some of them are very, very ornate. I've seen them with different colored glass bulbs that surround them. They really can look pretty neat on the top of the house. And they do a good job to, to keep lightning from damaging the home as well.
2: How many feet did you say away from the house?
0: Usually within a few feet of the foundation. How many is a feet? Five.
2: Five feet. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs>
0: well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
1: Tim in Texas is looking to seal a door. How can we help?
2: Yes. Uh, I was just trying to find out what's a good product to use to seal the front door, the main door into the house.
1: Seal around the trim work, seal under the door. Where are you feeling the draft?
2: This is actually when you close the door. You know, they usually had that little metal flashing or something there.
0: When you close the door, do you see an even gap all the way around it? Do you, can you identify specifically where the drafts are coming through, Tim?
2: I can fill the draft at the bottom of the door and on one side.
0: Okay. So on the bottom of the door, what you're going to probably want to do is replace the door sill, or you can add something called a door sweep, which is usually a rubber or sometimes a brush-like looking yeah, piece. Yeah,
1: brushy like a broom handle or something. Yeah, right,
0: like a broom handle that goes along the bottom of the door. And that will seal that in. The other thing to look at, how old is your house, Tim?
2: Uh, 30 years.
0: Well, is the door 30 years old? Yes. All right. Well, it's probably not adjustable. I was going to tell you if it was a newer door, there may be plugs in the sill that you could remove and actually adjust the, 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 uh, the door sill up and down. But if not, you're going to have to use conventional weather stripping. And then on the other side of the door where you feel the draft, you're simply going to want to replace the weather stripping there or add additional weather stripping. And any home center or hardware store can sell that to you. It's very easy to install. Some of it you have to nail on. Some of it has sort of sticky back tape mm-hmm. that you peel it off, but, but a fairly simple home improvement project to tackle.
2: Okay, thank you very much.
0: You're welcome, Tim. Thanks so much for calling the Money Pit.
1: Norma from Rhode Island, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? My hardwood floor has a space
4: that developed after a period of time, after it had been installed a period of time. Um, The space is probably um, a quarter of an inch.
0: Now, where's the space, Norma? Is it uh, between the uh, slats of the hardwood floor, or is it between the floor and the wall, or the, or the floor and the baseboard? Where is it?
4: The, the hardwoods go one direction, and where it joins, the hardwood go in the other direction. It's a design in the floor.
0: Okay. This is very, very typical, and it's caused by the normal expansion and contraction of the floor. It's not something that you can really fill, so to speak, because it's really designed to have that gap there. Um, It may be a bit unsightly, but there's absolutely nothing you can put in there that's going to close it unless you start replacing hardwood floor boards with wider ones. And that's probably not the best idea. Well,
1: if it really bothers you, Norma, there are things that you can do. I would never use wood filler on it because it's just going to chip out and it's going to fly out and it's going to look horrible. I have seen done, you can take a natural fiber rope like a jude or something along that same like a hemp texture and you would dip it in... You would make sure, number one, that it's the same thickness of that space or that gap that you've got in the floor. And if the rope's a little too big, you can unravel one of the larger pieces of threading. Then you would dip that into a stain that's similar in color to your floor, and then you would shove that into that gap. Now, you might not notice it directly if you're walking by it or, you know, quickly glancing at it, but if you look at it, you're going to see it. Oh, that's interesting. The one thing that
4: bothers me is that there... Uh, one board is higher than the other. That's what bothers me. And every now and then, people will stump their toe on it.
0: Well, is it swollen? Is it sort of twisted and warped? Is that why it's higher, or is it just physically thicker?
4: It's because um, it was an one room was an addition, and I think that room settled right. a little bit. All
0: right. Well, here's something else you could do. You could put a piece of molding in the transitions from the high. Floor board to the low floor board, and that could serve two purposes. First of all, it can cover the gap that's in between what, like the a boards.
1: Threshold?
0: Yeah, like a small threshold or a piece of like shoe molding or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, maybe it be something that you have to sort of custom cut, but that could cover the gap and also create an even slope between the two different heights of floors. Norma, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
1: Do you love your garage door opener? Do you love not having to get out of your car in bad weather just to get into that garage? They are so much easier on your aching back. Well, if you don't have one and you're thinking of getting one or you need to upgrade your current garage door opener, we've got the advice on what best models are out there for you to choose. That's next. You're
0: You're listening listening to Extreme Extreme How-To Radio. Radio. Somewhere... If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air, or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air. Fresh ideas for indoor air.
3: So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash homedesign. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring
0: comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash homedesign.
5: My home is 70 years old and so are some of its problems. I was looking for a handyman to seal a leaky sink when I called Brad Schrader. Brad answered the phone himself and set up an appointment for the following day. He was on time and neatly dressed, and I quickly knew how much he enjoyed his job because he wouldn't shut up about it. (laughs) First, he details all the problems. Then he gives the reasons why the problems need to be fixed. He tells you how much every little thing costs and why it costs that much. He is constantly explaining himself and often explains the explanations. But you know what? He is the perfect gentleman. Brad is nice and just wants to make sure you feel good about the work he's doing. I would recommend Brad without a thought. But next time, I think I'll let him do the work when I'm not home. Find thousands
6: of unbiased reports and reviews from members in your area on Angie's List. From handymen to electricians, educate your guests at Angie'sList.com. Give your home an attraction that reaches all the way to the curb. Add a Classic Craft fiberglass entryway from ThermaTru. Classic Craft, a stunning AccuGrain technology, captures all the beauty and luxury of premium hardwood, but won't split, crack, or rot. Add a sparkling custom touch with decorative glass door tiles, side lights, and transom too. When you do, studies show your home's perceived value rises as much as 6%. Let the curb appeal of a Classic Craft entryway enhance your home's look and value visit ThermaTru.com. Money Pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by Bear Premium Plus Ultra Exterior Paint and Primer in One with advanced NanoGuard technology to help save time and money while preserving your home's exterior finish. For more information, visit bear.com. That's B-E-H-R dot com.
0: Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
6: And I'm
1: Leslie Segretti.
0: And surveys show that listening to this program results in 30% fewer trips to the emergency room.
1: Oh, really? And yeah, perhaps new data just the <laughs> um, Home Improvement Center because we're getting you fully prepared
0: we advocate home improvement safety here
1: Yes indeed we do and you know what else we advocate we advocate you picking up your phone and dialing 1888 money pit right now because as always one caller to this show is going to win a super fantastic prize It's a Ryobi 10-inch laser compound miter saw it's worth 145 bucks and this saw features the exact line laser alignment system It's really going to take that guesswork out of where exactly that cut is going to go so it really saves you a lot of money when you're cutting expensive hardwood, molding, even baseboard. Those things add up when you make mistakes.
0: And if you don't win, there's still a great reason to head over to your local Home Depot and pick up this tool because if you, you, forgot you buy, something.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, if you buy
0: any Ryobi miter saw and a Ryobi miter saw quick stand, you're going to get 50 bucks off your purchase. 50 bucks. Great reason. So go there today.
1: Hey, and you know what you can do with that extra 50 bucks? You can think about that garage door opener because, you know, jumping in and out of your car to open that garage door really can be a nuisance. It's hard on your back. And if you really just have had it up to here with all of that physical activity, it might be time to look into an electric garage door opener. Or maybe you just want to upgrade your current model. Well, here's what you need to know. There are three basic types. First, it's the chain drive. They're a little noisy, especially if your garage is connected to your house, but they're very powerful for heavier doors. Then there's also the screw drive. These are good for one-piece doors that tilt open. And finally, the belt drive. It's the quietest, but it's also the most expensive.
0: And let's also talk about security. You should consider an opener with what's called rolling code technology. That means that it cannot be opened by somebody else's remote. When you push the button on your remote, a coded signal is sent to the receiver in your garage. Rolling codes actually change the signal every time you use it, so burglars cannot figure it out. Now, if you want more tips on how to choose a garage door opener, you can log on to the website for our friends at AARP. It's aarp.org slash homedesign. That's aarp.org slash home design. Leslie, who's next?
1: Charlie in Alabama's got some problems with some French doors. Tell us what happened.
2: Well, I've got uh, French doors on my lake house, and evidently some portion of it has settled and uh, to the point now where the one door that's operable uh, won't unlock.
0: So now you can't even get into the lake house, huh, Charlie?
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> Don't have to worry about burglars coming in.
0: <laughs> yeah, Double, double doors like that, French double doors or any type of double door is really double the trouble when it comes to door adjustments because, you know, without having a, a, a solid center jam, any movement in the hinge jam can
1: really throw things off square.
0: Everything totally out of whack. So really what has to happen here is you've got to get this door open one way or the other.
1: Well, can't you just take the pin out of the hinges and pull them off that way?
0: Yeah, certainly. And then what you're going to have to do is basically rehang or readjust each door. You do this one door at a time. You close the door with sort of the jam side on it, you know, where you have sort of the overlap, the astragal molding. Close that first. Make sure that that closes properly. Then bring the other door into it. Now, if the other door, for example, is touching at the top, that might mean that the, the top hinge in that door has to move closer to the jam, sort of closer away, which would pull the door away. When you move a hinge one way or the other, it has a direct impact on how the door operates. So you need to look at the door as it's closing and make those hinge adjustments. Sometimes it pays to pull the trim off and put some shims behind the whole jam and pull it out. Other times it pays to take the hinge off and reset it deeper into the jam to move the door the way you want. Now,
1: Tom, should any of those materials be changed out, especially because it's in such a high moisture area of the lake house?
0: Only if you have decay. Only if you find that you have a rotted area of the jam or something like that. But this type of swelling and movement of a door, Charlie, is not really unusual. It's just that it needs a lot of tender, loving care to keep it uh, really functioning for you. And if you do it right and you get a nice, even closure of this door, will also be more energy efficient by keeping the drafts off. But I'm afraid there's no easy way to fix this. You're just going to have to play it by ear, get the door freed up, Close the fixed side first, and bring the other door up to it, and make adjustments as it's needed.
2: Okay, well, that's what I was afraid you were going to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a Saturday project, you know what? And it's it is not doesn't have to be terrible. Um, but go ahead and get it open. Work on it one side at a time. Take your time. You know, doors aren't really that hard to understand. Just under, Just just think that when you move the hinge one way, whether it's in or out, it has the impact on the door, and the door will tell you which way it wants to go. You know, if you see the door is too close to the upper jam, move the bottom hinge away. That will drop it down. Those types of slight adjustments will make a big difference. All right. Well, I certainly appreciate it. All right, Charlie. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit.
1: You are tuned into the Money Pit. So have you ever wondered, how do you let light into a home when you just can't install windows? If that's your burning question, we're going to answer that next. You live in a money pit.
6: money pit This portion of the money pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to aprilair.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie.
0: It's where work and fun meet. It's the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
6: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
0: And we make good homes better. Call us now at one 888 moneybit with your home improvement question. Hey, are you getting ready to take a summer getaway? Woohoo! Oh, well, I'm read wish. our next e-newsletter before you lock up your house, because we're going to tell you how to think like a thief. Why would you want to do that? Because you're going to be smarter than the thieves, and you're going to learn how to case your home and fix all of the weak spots. If you are not a newsletter subscriber, I don't see why not, because it's free and it's available right now at MoneyPit.com. That's MoneyPit.com.
1: And you know what else? While you're over there visiting MoneyPit.com, if you don't feel like picking up the phone, you can click on Ask Tom and Leslie, and all of a sudden, your email question will be answered just like this. Nicole from Detroit, Michigan writes, I'm house hunting, and I really like a home that was practically built on top of the house next door, which is happening a lot all over the country. There are windows along the entire southern side of the house, but they face the neighboring building that's about 12 inches away. I'm sure many urban homes face this problem. Also, what can be done to introduce light into these rooms? Hmm.
0: So you don't want to like see your neighbor's face like <laughs> twelve inches away from the house. That's I can really close. Get that. Well, um, let's see. First of all, you know what might be a good idea? Uh, a skylight.
1: Yes, yeah, skylights are a great idea. I mean, if you're able to put them into your home and you do it right, you can really let in a ton of light.
0: And there's also another type of a skylight called a sun tunnel which is kind Oh, is that cool. that small tube? Yeah. Um, there's a couple of different brands. I think Sun Tunnel is one of them. And basically the way it works is you cut a round hole in the roof and you put in what looks like sort of a small round dome. And then there's a silver lined tube that goes from that hole in the roof down. Oh, to highly ceiling.
1: reflective. I get it. Highly
0: reflective on the inside. Mirror like mirror-like finish on the inside. And it really throws a ton of light. Uh, in the room, and then um, the skylights themselves, you know, are really the best thing to do if you um, can, if you can get up to the attic space, if you have the access, if you have the physical structural room. Um, there's a couple of different types of skylights. The the ones you want to avoid are the flat plastic bubbles that are not curved. Mm. In other words, they're almost flush with the roof. Those leak like sieves. Can't tell you how many leaking skylights like that. Dude, I've but you seen know in...
1: what? Any skylight project that you're going to work on involves, you know, cutting a, a major hole into your roof. What do you do to make sure it doesn't leak?
0: Well a good thing to do is to use proper flashing. And a good flashing is the Grace Construction Roof Detail Membrane. That stuff fits all around odd-shaped spaces, and it seals it in really, really tight. Their website is graceathome.com. And that is really critical if you want to put a skylight in and make sure it doesn't leak.
1: Yeah, do it once, do it right, and keep it watertight.
0: Do you love to entertain? Well, I do. But do you know what can really uh, throw a wrench in the works, especially when you have the game on and all the guys are coming over? And that is a breakdown in the home entertainment system. Do you want to save some time, money, and potential embarrassment before you call a service pro? Well, Leslie's got the tips on today's edition of Leslie's Last Word.
1: That's right. And the key here is take the time to troubleshoot. You know, it turns out that men don't always have the patience for this. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Often a glitch in your home entertainment equipment. It's really got a simple answer. Before you pick up that phone and call that repair person or cart anything to a service center, check the basics. You want to look to make sure that the wires are connected properly and securely. Then you want to test more than one game or CD. And last but not least, check the batteries and check the plug. You never know. Some simple fixes could have you back online in no time.
0: And if all else fails, guys, I know you hate to do this. Read the directions. (laughs) Perhaps you could, you know, take them into the bathroom where nobody will see you into the reading room and, and scan them for the solution to your home improvement entertainment problem. Hey, we've just about run out of time on this hour of The Money Pit. Thank you so much for stopping by. If you are hungry for more home improvement tips, you can log on to our website at moneypit.com. Every time you go there, you'll find a new tip on the homepage. And you can even have our tip of the day show up on your website. All the details are right there and it's all free at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler and
1: I'm Leslie Segretti.
0: Remember, you can do it yourself,
1: but you don't have to do it alone. Hey,
2: hey, hey, money pit.